0: Oh my gosh, I've just seen the results of our annual marketing survey. By the way, if you don't know about this, every year Exposure Ninja runs a marketing survey to people that follow Exposure Ninja and we get loads of information about what sort of things people are doing, what they're prioritizing, what's working well for them, what's not working well. Anyway, every year it makes slightly disturbing reading. This year is no exception. In fact, I'm trying not to take it personally, if I'm honest. Here's the bit that troubles me the most. 80% Of respondents get no leads from their website content, i.e., the blog information knowledge base section of their website. 80% of businesses get no leads from the content on their website. By the way, let's think about the sample here. So the sample is people that follow Exposure Ninja, i.e. businesses that think about digital marketing, smarter than the average bear doing more of this stuff. How much do we talk about content sections on the website, the importance of using them to get ranks, get links, get leads and sales. And yet 80% of respondents get no leads or sales from their blog content. So I'm not going to be able to sleep knowing this. So today we're going to do an impromptu podcast and there's a video on an Exposure Ninja YouTube channel all about this, talking about why so few businesses get leads from their website content and we're going to get this fixed. Otherwise, my head is going to explode. Let's do this. Welcome to the Exposure Ninja Digital Marketing Podcast. Welcome to the Exposure Ninja Digital Marketing Podcast. My name is Tim Cameron Kitchen. I'm head ninja and CEO of Exposure Ninja, which is a digital marketing agency. We help businesses get more leads, sales through their website by building sites, doing conversion rate optimization, SEO, content marketing, pay per click, email marketing, organic social, paid social. I will have forgotten something, and the department will be screaming at me. But <laughs> we're a digital agency. This is what we do. This podcast is here to help you get more leads and sales. And today we're going to be talking about why so few businesses get traffic leads and sales through their content 80% of businesses in our survey 80% get no leads from their blog or website content error so obviously 20% do that's great 20% loving life but this 80% oh it really really disturbs me now just so we're 100% clear on all of this here's the strategy that we're talking about um You sell something to customers to fix a problem, right? Every business fixes some sort of problem. You sell something that fixes that problem. We're going to dive into identifying the problem and how this all works in a bit more detail later on. Let's just use an example for now. Um, One of my friends, let's just call them Timmy, uh, they're going for a new look, right? They're considering hair extensions. They're a bit bored of their hairstyle. They've had it for a long time. They've seen it in all the videos. They're just getting a bit tired of it. They want something a little bit more different. So they're considering hair extensions, but they've got some questions. They've got some concerns. They haven't really fully committed to it and they haven't really found a supplier. They haven't really found where they're going to go with this. They just, they just like the idea. So what do they do? They do what all of us do when we have a question or a concern about something. They go to Google. And what do they search? Well, in this case, Timmy's going to search something like do hair extensions hurt? Now, if we search Google for something like do hair extensions hurt, we are going to see information. <laughs> Da-da, there we go. Um, obviously we're going to see information but we are going to in particular the pages that are ranking are going to be information pages these are on the whole they're not going to be commercial pages they're not going to be e-commerce category pages selling hair extensions mostly these are going to be information pages so either articles on article news magazine type sites or blog content on hair extension websites now if I'm selling if we switch over the other side of the table now so Timmy's looking for hair extensions just typed in do hair extensions hurt? If we go to the other side of the table slash screen, and we are the ones selling hair extensions, if I'm selling hair extensions that don't hurt, or to be honest, even if I'm selling hair extensions that do hurt, I would want to get ranked for this sort of term. I would want to write a guide that gets ranked for do hair extensions hurt. Why? Well, because someone who's searching for something like this is probably going to buy hair extensions. If I can get them on my site, give them some useful information, build a relationship to use marketing jargon, and then get them to do something, i.e. sign up, email list, or even buy, I can monetize that traffic. Now, I'm talking here about hair extensions, that's the example, but I'm really not. Every single business has some sort of play on this because every single business solves some sort of problem. So your audience, they have questions, they have concerns, they have objections, They might have problems that they don't even know what the solution looks like. They are typing all of this stuff into Google in greater volumes than ever before. Now, two pieces of good news. Firstly, this sort of traffic costs nothing. Obviously, you've got to put time into building the content and getting it ranked, but the incremental, you know, get 500,000 visitors next month, they cost you nothing other than a bit more server right? This traffic costs nothing. You don't have to go out to Facebook. You don't have to go to Google ads or whatever and pay for these visitors. You get these visitors at no cost. Now, the other good news about this is that in most markets, there is more of this, what we'd call informational traffic because it's searching for information than there is commercial traffic, i.e. people searching to buy something. Of course, you want to get your website ranked for commercial terms. You want to get your website ranked for people that are actually looking to buy hair extensions right now. Of course you do. That traffic costs money and that will be your fastest way to generate sales, but also your most costly way to generate sales. The great thing about this informational traffic is that inevitably a good proportion of it will turn into commercial traffic once it's got the answers to its questions. But this informational traffic wants information. It wants to learn. That's why when you search for a question, Google usually feeds you information pages, blog and content pages rather than commercial pages. Let's look at another example now because I know what inevitably happens in these situations is that somebody whose business isn't hair extension says, yeah, but this won't work for me. So I'm going to give you a really difficult and I'm going to use air quotes here. So you're not going to see them on the podcast, but I'm going to use the air quotes around boring business. Okay. Let's use an example of a B2B company, which sells something which isn't particularly jazzy. It's not particularly exciting. Let's say that you are in construction right? And you have uh, you want to take on a big project. You know that you've got to do a risk assessment. Now, you might know if you're in the UK that the health and safety executive, this is so boring. I'm just going to talk really fast so it doesn't disturb you. But the health and safety executive has this thing, which is uh, the five steps of risk assessment. Okay. So they say there are five steps to doing a risk assessment in order to blah, 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 blah. Okay. All right. That's what you know. So you might go to Google and you might type in five steps to risk assessment because you have to do this risk assessment. You're aware of this thing that's out there, you know that you need to comply with that. So you're going to use this framework. So let's think about who might want to get that traffic. Well, anybody who is selling to people in construction would want this traffic because these are people that are going for it through a process of bidding for new work. They need to have this health and safety assessment stuff done. So if you were selling to that crowd, you might want to rank for this. Well, if you search for five steps of risk assessment, you will see a business called Chas, which is one of our clients. We've used this strategy very, very effectively for them. And they have a blog post ranking called the five steps of risk assessment. And it talks to the process and then drives to Chas, which is a health and safety accreditation that you can get if you're a construction firm looking to bid on these sorts of projects. So it's a perfect fit for their target audience because people searching for that might be potential customers for Chas. Okay, so we can see this kind of this, this process kind of evolving. By the way, if you want to know the company in the world that I think does the absolute best job of this strategy, it is HubSpot. Now, HubSpot have taken this whole strategy to a new level of weirdness, in fact, They have content topics on their site for almost anything that you can imagine. Now, they typically split these between different kind of segments. So they've got stuff around HR. They've got stuff around marketing. They've got stuff around social media. They've got stuff around customer experience because these are all the target customers for HubSpot. And they've got all of these articles which rank for loads of different topics. You know, they've got a whole bunch of stuff that they're never going to monetize. They're just getting it ranked for the sake of it. So I think a few years ago, they just went completely nuts and just started trying to write articles for anything that they could possibly imagine. So it went a little bit crazy, but they brought it back in now and it's broadly relevant to their business. So they've done a fantastic job. And if you want to have a look at how they do this, just go to blog.hubspot.com. Obviously, they have more resources than you. So in this episode, we're going to talk through how you actually apply this and how you don't need a full-time content team of 25 million people in order to get ranked for every possible question that anybody could ever ask. Okay, so what's the actual process to do this and where is it all going wrong? Where are these 80% of businesses falling down a hole and they can't get out? Well, before we go through this, um, I wanted to invite you to subscribe to the podcast if you haven't already. We really, really love seeing the subscriber numbers tick up. We also love reading the reviews. On the topic of reviews, if you want to help with your digital marketing, the team here at Exposure Ninja are ready to help you and we have something free of charge that can get you closer to your lead and sales targets. It's called the free website and marketing review. All you do is go to ExposureNinja.com, click the big button to request your free website and marketing review. You'll get a questionnaire which asks you a few bits of information about your business, your goals and your current digital marketing. Our team will then take a look at your website, the current digital marketing that you're doing, strengths and weaknesses. They'll have a look at your competitors as well. They'll then map you out a prioritized action plan over the next six to nine months, which will help you generate more sales and leads from your website. This service is completely free. You'll get a video usually within two to three working days and it's awesome. So go to explosionenginecom forward slash review to request your free website and marketing review today. Okay, back to these hapless blogs that aren't converting or driving any traffic leads or sales. What's the process? Well, the first step, obviously, through all of this is to identify the topics that you want to talk about. Now, really, we want to look at the problems people have. Problems need to be solved. There's like an energy behind a problem, isn't it? Somebody needs to get that fixed. So we really want to target two types of people. The first type is the audience that knows they have a problem, but they don't know the solution. They don't know who they're buying from. Okay. They know they've got a problem, but they don't know the solution. They don't know who they're buying from. Uh, If I was to give you an example, um, let's say that you are a a manager in a business and you want to set your team some smart objectives, but you're not really too sure what smart objectives are. um, So you might go onto Google and search smart objectives. When you do that, uh, you will see a business called Clear Review, which is a performance management uh, uh, software company. We've been working with them since before they were even formed. About a year and a half ago, they sold for 26 million in cash. And this exact strategy is one of the biggest traffic sources we've used to drive traffic to their website, to get them to the size where they could sell for 26 million. So that's the business, smart objectives. If you're that manager looking to set smart objectives for your team, here's an article all about how to set smart objectives. Clear Review is a piece of software that you can use to set goals, track performance for your team. So it's really closely related. So that's an example of an audience that knows they've got a problem, I need to set these smart objectives things, but they don't know the solution. I.e. They don't know that Clear Review even exists. They don't even know what performance management software even is. It's a new concept. They don't know who they're buying from. They don't even think they're going to buy from anything. But because we can get them, because that we we know that they've got a problem, we know that their problem is probably that their team is underperforming we can kind of use that hook to get them on the site and then move them through the process with the content on the site and push them towards a call to action. Does that make sense? He asks through a podcast, which is totally uh, non, uh, what's the word? I don't know, you can't talk back. (laughs) Um, So that's the first thing. The audience knows they've got a problem, but they don't know the solution. They don't know who they're buying from. The second group that we want to target is the audience that knows they've got a problem. They know that there is a solution out there but they don't know who they're buying from. They don't even know if they might want to buy. So these people are searching for solutions. They're not searching for the problem. They're searching for the solution already. They just don't know who they're buying from. Um, let's use another example from Chas, the B two B company. If you uh, if you need to get a particular accreditation in order to bid for a government project, let's say you might know that there's something called the Common Assessment Standard. So you go onto Google and you search for Common Assessment Standard. This is the solution to your problem, but you don't know how to get there. You don't know how to get this thing. What ranks? Well, it's a piece of content on the Chas website about the Common Assessment Standard, and there's a call to action that you can contact Chas to get your common assessment standard accreditation. So what we've got there is someone who's searched for a solution and they found Chas and Chas have said, yes, we are the solution. We have this thing for you. Do this thing and you can get this thing that you've already decided that you know is the solution to your problem. So flipping this background on you, what are the problems that your audience has, but they don't know the solution? This might be, let's say you've got hair extensions. Well, my uh, problem with my hair extensions is I don't know if they're the right thing for me. So I might be searching for something like hair extension alternatives. Well, I don't know what the alternatives are. I've got this problem. Maybe I don't like hair extensions or whatever, but there's an all, I, I need to know an alternative. Or there's the solution. Someone who's who knows the problem, they know the solution, they're searching for that solution. They're doing some research about that solution. So think about those two categories of People, if you like, those two categories of topic that you could write for, and start making a list of them. Now, this leads us to the very first reason that businesses fail with this stuff. They fail to generate leads or sales from their content. And that's because they choose a topic that their target customers don't search for. Let's say Exposure Ninja. We're a digital marketing agency. I freaking love cameras and lenses, (laughs) right? It's just one of my things. I'll always be a gearhead. Not that. So I love cameras and lenses. Let's say that I started to write a blog on the Exposure Ninja website all about the best camera lenses. But where's the relevance to our digital marketing services there? That would be almost pointless, right? I mean, you could make a tenuous link between people that are vlogging for business and then wanting marketing, but it's very, very, very loose. So I could get this ranked, you know, the best camera lenses for Sony cameras in 2022, 2023. I could get this stuff ranked. But where's the value to the business? I could get thousands, millions of visitors. How many leads will we get from it? Nothing, because it's not relevant. So there's the first mistake. We do have a blog on our website called Why Isn't My Website Making Any Sales? Now, this is absolutely spot on for our, well, I was gonna say our target audience. It's actually a little bit beneath our target audience because we don't tend to sell to people who are making no sales at all because our target clients are slightly larger than that. But still, we, we help this crowd. We provide information to this crowd. And it's perfect, isn't it? Because this is the problem. They don't know the, the solution yet. We can position ourselves as a solution. We can offer them some help because we've got information about the problem and how to solve it. And of course, when you type in, why isn't my website making any sales? onto Google. What ranks number one featured snippet? It's the Exposure Ninja blog. So this is the first thing. Getting website traffic through these content pieces and making sure it's relevant as well. But this is obviously only the first step. First step, let's make sure it's relevant. Second step, let's get it on the site by actually writing these pieces. The next mistake that people make though is not turning that traffic into leads or sales. They're basically just hosting information for Google to give to its users free of charge and they're not monetizing that at all. So we do need to turn this traffic into leads or sales. There's two parts to this. Firstly, you're gonna get some traffic coming through to your site where you want to then push it through to other product or service pages on your site, okay? Um, I remember talking to an accountant years ago, and this accountant, Um, had written a blog every day for something like four or five years. Absolute legendary guy, lovely guy. But it wasn't generating him any business when we looked at the traffic stats because what was actually happening is people were just coming onto the pages. They're reading his little blogs. And I don't mean little in a patronizing way. I mean, they, they were little blogs. They were like 200 words or something. They're reading these blogs and then they were just going. Now, all we needed to do was just link his service pages in these blocks. So where they're talking about, say, tax accountancy, will they just link that through to the tax accountancy page. Then if somebody is interested in more information about that particular topic, they can go through to the commercial pages on the site, which have the call to action and are going to turn someone into a, you know, into a leader or a customer. So that's the first thing that you want to do. Make sure that you're linking through to the commercial pages on your site from these information guides. If it's just an information guide on its own, nothing is going to happen. The second thing that we need to do is sometimes you can go for the kill straight from the blog post. So for example, why isn't my website making any sales? We talk about why your website might not be making any sales. And then there's a call to action, which is if you want our advice on why your website isn't making any sales, request a free website and digital marketing review here, click the button, fill this form in, let's go. So we can go for the kill straight from that blog post because we know that our thing is an immediate solution to that pain, right? We don't need to mess around by saying, oh, you might want to do some SEO and then linking through to an SEO page. We can go straight for the kill right there and then. Going back to the common assessment standard example with Chas, if that person needs to get registered with the common assessment standard, if they need that accreditation, there's no point just floating around fluffily around the topic let's just say boom if you want to talk to us about getting this thing let's go so we can have a call to action in that blog in that content piece on that page at the very least you want to have it at the end of the uh, at the end of the piece so that when someone gets to the end they can see oh yeah great next steps click here and do this if you want to see some examples of this by the way go onto our youtube channel we have videos of all of our podcasts where you can see live examples and here and watch me talking through it it's great <laughs> So I um all right, uh, same with clear review. So that goal setting framework, the uh, smart objectives, linking straight through, book a demo. Let's get you signed up for this software. So you can have calls to action from your content pieces. If you don't have calls to action and you don't link through to commercial pages from your content, just having content on your site isn't going to do anything at all. You'll get traffic, but you'll get no conversions. Okay, there's three other mistakes that people make which is why they don't get any traffic, leads or sales from their blog content. The first mistake is that the content is trash. They think it's just enough to just write some garbage and just hope that it gets ranked. Well, I'll be honest, this worked in 2012 to 2014. You could write utter trash and get it ranked. Okay, these days, nah. The standard is raised. The standard every month raises. The more we talk about this stuff, the more businesses test this sort of thing out, the more are flooding in to just pile content into their site, You've got to be better than the best stuff out there to be in with a chance of ranking for this stuff. So it has to be in depth enough, can't be boring, needs to have videos and pictures and exciting stuff if that's what you're competing with in the search results. You've got to be better than what else is there. The next problem, mistake, error, hole to fall down. Not enough internal or external links to the content, right? There's no point having a page on your site if you're not linking to it from other pages on your site. So let's say that you've got a product category page or an e-commerce business, you've got a bit of text about a product category and you wanna link through someone to a buyer's guide. Well, link through to the content section of your site, link through to that buyer's guide from the category page. You can then link back to that category page from the buyer's guide if you wanna direct commercial traffic back to the commercial page. But having these links, these internal links as we call them throughout your site, linking to the different pages on your site is gonna help their ranking as is getting links from other sites. So external links to these content pages on your site as well. So do link building, repurpose that content, make videos, make podcasts about it. Then you can link to the content from the podcast, from the video description. You can promote this. You can do, uh, you know, round tables on it and get everyone linking to it. Find ways to get links to this content and that will help it rank as well. One of the last mistakes that people make is that they do a bit of this and get bored. So in my experience, not every piece that you write is going to rank really well. And it's incredibly difficult to predict which ones are going to take off. So what you've got to do is you've got to commit to this as a strategy. If you're going to do three and get bored, it's not going to happen, right? It's not going to happen. Even if it does happen, it's going to take time for it to, you know, for it to turn into traffic, leads and sales. So you need to be committed to this as a strategy. I'd say do it for a year and commit to X per month. Whatever X is for you, if it's one really good one per month, that's better than two pieces of rubbish or one whenever it feels good. If you're going to commit to one a month, do it. If you're going to commit to two a month, great. But commit to a certain number per month and do this for an extended period of time, I would suggest a year. Only then will you be able to look back and say, okay, sick, we've got some decent traffic coming through because we've got our calls to action, our internal links. We're getting some good leads and sales from this as well. So there you have it. I consider it my duty to step in when I see a stat like this and get some data back about blogs not working for people because honestly, it just saddens me deeply. To see this level of failure <laughs> out there really. So I hope you found this useful. I know we talk about this topic a little bit at Exposure Ninja, but forgive me for wanting to step in. I think we just need to do a refresh and a recap for people that aren't generating actual leads and sales from their blogs. And of course, if you want help with this, it, we have a huge content team here at Exposure Ninja. Of I don't even know how many. I would imagine it's probably around 25, 30 people that spend their time writing and optimizing content. We've got a big SEO team as well that can get it on the site. We've got dev teams that can get the calls to action in there as well. This is what we do. So if you need help with this stuff, of course, please do reach out. You can always email me personally, tim at ExposureNinja.com, by the way. I will introduce you to someone else in the business because I can't deal with all the inquiries myself. But, um, you know, you've always got me. If you've got any questions, please don't hesitate to reach out. Oh, and of course, uh, subscribe to the podcast. Leave us a review, please. We really love reading all the reviews and request your free website and digital marketing review from the team here at Exposure Ninja, go to ExposureNinja.com forward slash review. Until next time, see you soon.